Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM, life-changing radio, WJMM. So grateful that you tuned in. Yesterday on the Encounter Radio Show, we were talking about the life of Abraham and how God tested him to sacrifice his son Isaac, and we learned some valuable lessons. Tune into that podcast. Go back and listen to it. Go to the WJMM uh, website, and uh, you could tune into that that radio show. But today we're going to talk about what what Abraham learned, what we can learn uh, from the talk that we started yesterday called Go Set Ready. And so Abraham received several blessings from God because of his radical, obedient faith to do what God told him to do. What did he tell him to do? He told him to go sacrifice his son. And Abraham never hesitated. So what did Abraham get? What kind of blessings did Abraham receive? Well, he received back a new son. See, God gave Isaac to Abraham. Abraham gave Isaac back to God. And Isaac was now a living sacrifice, like it says in Romans 12, 1. Therefore, offer your body a living sacrifice before God, holy and pleasing. Uh, See, this is a great reminder that we need to be careful that God's gifts never take the place of the gift giver. Nothing. Any gift from God. See, Abraham also received new assurances from God. He said he had heard these promises that he would be a blessing to a thousand generations uh, before. But now they took on a fresh new meaning. And now when he received this promise that he heard before, this promise now meant something completely different. Abraham also learned a new name for God, Jehovah Jireh. The Lord will see to it. That he provides. Finally, Abraham came away from this trial with a deeper love for the Lord. I love the prayer devotional, uh, Draw the Circle, the uh, 40-day prayer challenge from Mark Batterson. Uh, and he says this in, in chapter 20, which is the title of the talk, Go Set Ready. He says that you'll never be ready for anything. And if you're looking for an excuse, you'll always find one. And if you wait till you're ready, you'll be waiting the rest of your life. Abraham never waited until he was ready. He just believed and obeyed God. And by doing so, he made the cut into the hall of faith, like it says in the book of Hebrews. Here's what it says in Hebrews 11, 8 through 12. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his, as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him in the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was unable to bear children because she was considered, she considered him faithful who had made the promise. And so from this one man, And he, I love this, as good as dead, that's how old he was, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Uh, Mark Batterson, quoting him, he goes on to say, Abraham didn't know the final destination, but it didn't keep him from taking the first step of the journey. So what's the first step or next step you need to take in your journey? See, if you take the first step, God will reveal the second step. And the problem is that most of us want the 25-year plan before we're willing to step out in faith. We want to know exactly where we're going and, and exactly when we'll get there. 
See, God doesn't operate that way. He gives us just enough revelation, just enough vision, just enough grace, just enough strength. Why? And here it is. So we will live in daily dependence upon him. See, he doesn't want us to rely on the revelation. He wants us to rely on him. And that's what Abraham did. And you know what? God honored it. See, there are moments in your life when you need to quit a job, make a move, end a relationship, and you need to take that step without knowing what the next step will be. Don't wait for more revelation. Be obedient to the amount of revelation God has given you. There's an old adage, ready, set, go. And I know it's predicated on the importance of preparation, but I think it's backwards. You'll never be ready. You'll never be set. Sometimes you just need to go for it. The sequence of faith is this, go, set, ready. See, some people spend their entire lives getting ready for what God wants them to do, but they never end up doing it because they never come to the realization that they'll never be ready. And this is where so many of us get stuck. Our failure to act on what we know God is calling us to do not only breeds doubt and discouragement, but it's a form of disobedience. I wonder if we're so afraid of doing the wrong thing that it keeps us from doing the right thing. I mean, six years ago, God gave me and my wife a vision for Encounter. We just celebrated our six years. And the vision for Encounter was that Encounter would be this deep discipleship ministry to give people hope and get them unstuck in life where they could live the free, devoted life to Jesus Christ. It's, it's, it's a vision that he gave us that we were going to implement Encounter in churches all across America and in the world because the world needs Encounter because there's a, there, discipleship ministries have a really hard time at helping people get unstuck in life. And recovery ministries don't do well at discipleship. And so what we did was we took out all the secularism that there is in recovery Combine discipleship and recovery together along with evangelism, okay? And we just put together this ministry that gives people hope, that teaches people the Word of God, teaches people how to pray, teaches people how to get in God's presence, teach, teaches people how to hear God's voice getting in God's presence, and has the Holy Spirit reveal and rip out the root issues of everyone's, everyone's life so they can live that free, devoted life and then give it away to others. And so it really is unique. It's powerful. That's why I want to invite you to encounter tonight. We meet every Friday night, but we've also written a, a, a Bible study that's, that is really completed. We just redesigned it and we need finances. I know God showed us that we're going to build a team to take it around the country and we're trusting uh, for people to donate money. Uh, to. I mean, we've been praying for a million dollars so that we can build an office, build a team and implement Encounter all across America. And we need to do that. And we know God's going to supply that need because God didn't give us a vision and we're just stepping forward by faith. We're not asking when, we're not asking where, we're just doing what God told us to do. And so we know that God's going to fulfill that vision. We just have to be obedient every day and keep promoting Encounter, keep teaching Encounter, keep presenting Encounter on this radio station every night at Church of the Savior, every Friday night at Church of the Savior. I mean, you just have to, it's just a step of faith. It reminds me of the story at the end of the chapter on that Mark Batterson 
uh, story that he shares about his friend, Dr. George Wood, and it's, it's titled Get Off the Ship. And he says, Dr. Wood has an amazing painting in his office of an African man standing on a hill on a high hillside overlooking the ocean. There's a large steam steamship on the horizon and a smaller canoe coming toward the shoreline. In this instance, the story is worth a thousand paintings. It symbolizes the importance of going before we're set or ready. In 1908, newly commissioned missionaries John and Jesse Perkins were on, a, on board a steamship rounding the coast of Liberia. They knew God had called them to Africa, but like Abraham, they didn't know exactly where God wanted them to go. So they purchased tickets and trusted that God would tell them where to get off. As the ship made its way around Garraway Point, they sensed the Holy Spirit was prompting them to get off the ship. Unknown to the Perkinses, there was a young man living in the region named Jasper Toe. He was a God-fearing man who practiced the religious rituals passed down from his ancestors, but he had never heard of the name of Jesus. One night he looked into the night sky and prayed a simple prayer. If there's a God in heaven, help me find you. As Jasper stood under the stars, a voice he had never heard before spoke to him. Go to Garraway Beach. You will see a box on the water with smoke coming out of it. And from that box on the water will come some people in a small box. These people in this small box will tell you how to find me. Jasper Toad traveled seven days on foot to Garraway Beach, arriving on Christmas Day, 1908. From the shore, he saw a black box, a steamship floating on the water with smoke coming out of it. And that is when John Perkins and his wife sensed the Holy Spirit saying, get off the ship here. This is where I want you to go. When they went to the captain of the ship and asked him to let them get off the ship, he said, I can't let let you off the boat here. This is cannibal country. People go in there and never come back. John Perkins insisted, God wants us to get off the boat. The captain brought the steamship to a halt and the Perkinsons were placed in a mammy chair that swung them over the side of the ship. They got into the canoe along with all of their belongings and they, then they rowed to the shore in that little box. When they got to the shore, Jasper Toe was was waiting to welcome them. He motioned for them to follow him, and they did. They could not speak each other's language, but the Perkinsons followed Jasper Toe all the way back to his village. They eventually learned the language of the people there. They started the first church in that village, and Jasper Toe was their first convert. Those who knew Jasper Toe described him as one of the godliest men they had ever met, and his legacy is the hundreds of churches he helped to establish in the country of Liberia. What if the Perkinses had ignored the prompting of the Holy Spirit? What if they had dismissed that God idea as a bad idea? What if they had asked why instead of why not? What if they had decided to play it safe and stay on that ship? I'm sure God would have intervened in another way, and I would like to think he would have. But who can calculate the opportunity cost when we ignore the promptings of the Holy Spirit, thereby missing divine appointments? Faith is not faith until it is acted on. Go set ready. If you're looking for excuses, you will always, you will always find one. So let me ask you today, what's God asking you to do to step out in faith? What's God asking you to do that he's already spoken a word, given you a vision, given you a revelation, spoken something in a dream, maybe had something prophesied over you, maybe something in the in the scriptures that you've been reading and the Holy Spirit's been reminding you. That's that's exactly what God wants you to do. And you've been 
you've just been at a standstill. You've just been waiting for another revelation. You've just been waiting for more instructions. But you've never stepped out in faith to do exactly what God's called you to do. When God called us to launch Encounter, to start Encounter, it was a big vision. It was, we had no money, we had no church, and God, God gave us money to start. God gave us a church to run it in. And then God sent us from California to Kentucky to continue the mission and the vision. That's why we're here. We're simply here because God gave us a mission and a vision uh, for Encounter. I hope that this inspires you. And if there's any way that you feel led to support the ministry of Encounter, I want to encourage you uh, to go to our website or just email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org. And on our website at thehopeencounter.org, there's a place where you can give and you can support us financially. You can show up at a service tonight uh, at Church of the Savior, free dinner at 5.30 p.m., service at 6.30 Uh, And we're going to preach on these anchors of hope. We're going to preach like there's no tomorrow. There's always, you know what's amazing? Every Friday, people get saved. Every Friday, someone gets set free. Every Friday, someone gets into the presence of God. Every Friday, someone gets encouraged. Every Friday, someone finds hope. I hope that this message and the story of Abraham has encouraged you, maybe even convicted you to move out in faith. And just do what God tells you to do. And just step out. Don't have, you don't have to ask all the questions. God will bless you along the way. It's the journey that God reveals himself. And I'm telling you, I love this journey that I'm on. I love moving out in faith. I love living by faith. I hope you do too. I want to thank you for always being a part of the Encounter family and ministry. Uh, thank you again for tuning in to the Encounter radio show on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio. Thank you so much for your support.